Welcome to the Alpha Dude Podcast with Michael Pulser. What would it be like if you knew that you were unstoppable and you could live life on your terms? Better yet, how good would it feel knowing that on your deathbed, you had fulfilled all your potential and more? Life on Earth has a beginning and an end. It's what you do in the middle that counts. Let's look at how to make that part even better. Psychology is all about how we interpret the world. And it's important to unpack the tools we use to receive the data before we actually interpret. Understanding this as a two-step process is pertinent because then we can understand at the deepest level that external events don't automatically cause the internal ones. It's the interpretation of it. This has to be really experienced to understand. Kind of like that movie that I may have referenced before, Inception with Leonardo DiCaprio. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. The whole premise of the movie is trying to get the guy to think that the dream or the idea came from him. That's why they implanted the dreams inside dreams so it came from within him. At that deepest level, once he he thinks it comes from him, he then takes it on board that it's part of what he believes, part of his belief structure, and from that flows his actions. Now, the same thing applies with psychology. If it comes from you, then you really can understand it. And the first step is always understanding that it's a two-step process. And that is, one, we interpret the world through our senses, and number two is that we process it. Seeing it as a two-step process will help so much. So what are the tools that we use to interpret the world? Well, we all know about the five senses that we have. These are the traditional senses, if you will. The first one is the most common primary submodality, and that is sight. And that's what we will focus on later today. Then, of course, we've got hearing, taste, smell, and touch, the five senses. But did you know that we have so many other senses? We have the balance and acceleration sense that is largely based around the middle ear where we have the vestibular region. We have the temperature abilities. We have proprioception where we are in relation to time and space relative to the parts of our bodies. So if you point your finger to your nose and back and forth, that's using proprioception. You have pain, which uses nociception. You have magnetoception, which is the ability to detect the direction one is facing based on the Earth's magnetic fields. Now, this is most commonly observed with birds, but there are some evidence that parts of humans can utilise that, and I think it's something to do with the eye. There's sexual stimulation, which is obvious, uh, and then there's other internal senses such as hunger and breathing and these other stretch reflexes based around these. Finally, we have perception that are not actually based around sensory organs, like specific sensory organs, and that includes time, chronoception, and that's our perception about time passing. We have agency, and this is something that we lose in conditions such as schizophrenia. And then we have familiarity, And this includes recognition memory and deja vu. Basically, we have all of these tools and it helps us to interpret the world and receive messages. The thing is, 
once we collect the data, only once we have it, then we can interpret it. And that's where we get come to the next part. As we talked about in a past episodes, we do this in multiple ways, including generalizing, deleting, and distorting. However, we do this both for the past, present, and for the future. This is a technical process which can best be demonstrated through filtering. Filtering is where we process things automatically based on the use of a filter. And the most adept analogy would be the one of wearing glasses, filtering our perceptions, not our sight. So in terms of senses, we talked about our five basic senses, and the primary one is vision, and that's the ability to be able to see. However, in perception or processing, it's the ability to think or plan about the future with imagination or wisdom. If there is a defect in eyesight, then someone needs to wear glasses. However, when it comes to perception, we all run our own filters largely unconsciously. And unfortunately, for somebody who's depressed, often we have these pair of distorted glasses which actually cause a defect in our vision. That's in our perception vision. With our perception, it is the amalgamation of the ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through the senses. And once you're aware of something through the senses, the processing begins and it runs through that process of generalizing, deleting, distorting of both past, present, and future super quickly and then through an automatic process of filtering. And that filter for the rest of the episode we'll call wearing metaphorical glasses. Now you've heard the term of wearing rose-colored glasses. If you're wearing those, everything you look at looks really happy. You just look at all the positives and ignore the negatives. Now this is great, but it can also cause a bit of neurotic behavior because there's a cognitive dissonance when you see everything as being wonderful and there's something that's clearly objectively wrong and that conflict causes confusion and problems. So that's, that's just an example of the way some people might wear these metaphorical glasses. For those who are suffering with terrible afflictions like depression, like we covered last episode, this is where you have this terrible filter of your perception. And anytime you think about your past, it looks like any achievements are so weak or lame. You look at your future and it just looks dreadful. And you look at present and it seems like it's incredibly hard to deal with. The problem is, when you have these filters running automatically, it's hard to address them and to become aware of what to do with it. So people give little bits of advice. Some of the advice is useful, some of it's not. One bit of advice that is useful is one step at a time, one thought at a time, one moment at a time. The reason why is because if you're running a filter and everything looks terrible past, present and future, well, it's just going to be exacerbated by focusing on the past or the future. So you may as well at least focus on this present moment and get some objective measure that whatever is happening is not that torturesome. So what could we do with this to make this a really strong process? 
Well, the first thing is realise that we can control our filters. We can look at something from different perspectives. We have the ability to be depressed and see everything as being complete rubbish. We have the ability to put on rose-coloured glasses and see everything as being wonderful. You can also put on glasses of curiosity and that is so useful when you're studying or when you're examining something. If you're learning about something, even if you think that you know so much about it, if you pretend that you don't know hardly anything about it, develop this curious filter, these glasses that you put on, suddenly everything you read comes to life more. And then you become more and more curious. And the more curious you become, the more questions you ask. The more questions you ask, the more answers you find. And the more deeper you go through the process. It also helps if you know that you're going to teach this in the future. So you could put on teacher's glasses and realize that whatever you learn, you're going to teach to somebody else. And this can also help you to absorb useful information. What this episode is about is about letting you know that the filtering process, although is largely unconscious, can be controlled through the conscious mind, simply through practical application, through practice. Now, this boils down to two things. Firstly, trying out different frames and seeing for yourself how it works. The best way to do this is looking at past frames, like when you were feeling very down or really anxious, and seeing how everything was filtered through that vision. The next one is looking at what situations require which frame. I'm not going to tell you right now that you have to have a filter on all the time that looks for looks to be totally curious or to be totally confident or whatever it is. I think flexibility is possibly one of the greatest resilience traits that we can have. So if you're flexible in your approach and you develop a whole pile of glasses that you can put on at any point in time, it allows you to take things from all different angles. So I hope this episode has been of some use to you. Consider the information about the way that we perceive things through our senses, the way we unpack them through our perception, and the way that we use the filtering process and the metaphorical glasses in lumping the generalizing, deleting and distorting of the past, present and future in the way that we live our lives. After learning this process, it is tempting to go even deeper. And next week, we will look at the practical application and how you can change your reality using these psychological concepts. A quick announcement, however. For new listeners, I have two books available at the Kindle store, Personal Upgrade, and the other one, Attract Love, Repel Hate, both available at Kindle. And for everyone else, the newer book, Attract Love, Repel Hate, which is the illustrated guide, can be digested in less than an hour to learn a unique tool that is game-changing that I do not go through in this podcast. For the next weekend only, that's August the 10th and 11th, I've put it down for free. So if everyone can go and grab a copy, check it out, and if you like it, it would mean so much to me if you can just write a really short review and rate it at the Kindle store. 
Next up, we have a guest all the way from Singapore to talk about his journey, struggles, and how he managed to overcome adversity. Here is Rayson Chu. Hi, everyone. My name is Rayson Chu, and I am based in Singapore. I am a transformation catalyst together with a host for my podcast called The Regacy Show. So this channel is actually something that spreads positivity, inspiration, motivation, and life-changing stories with live, in-person, in-depth celebrity interviews. It is recorded via Facebook Live before it's being produced as a podcast. So this interview is pretty special because I managed to get many amazing people such as Gary Vaynerchuk, Grant Cardone, and so many others as well that's willing to come on board to actually share about their life stories, their life-changing moments, and etc. to inspire the millennials and entrepreneurs as well. So today, I believe this whole episode of podcast that we are going to talk about is not so much about this show. It's more about personal development and also at the same time, how we can actually allow ourselves to improve as much as we want and as much as we can because I truly believe that everything comes from within. Okay, Change or anything comes from within. And to begin with the story, I would actually like to ask you a question first okay so i just want to ask you guys who are tuning in right now have you ever felt like life is just a straight road or just a straight road going downwards all the time it's like as if murphy's laws have been acting upon you have you ever felt like that before? Well, in fact, I had. And this actually happened in the year 2014. This was the biggest year for me because it's not the best year ever. But it was, I would say, something that was not really very pleasant for me in the first half of 2014. Why do I say that? It's because as a Singaporean man, every guy have to go through the army. Okay, So the thing is this. After I went through the army and prior to that, okay, prior to army, I was actually having a diploma in nursing. The reason why I chose nursing is because I want to actually learn how I can actually look after my parents, how I can actually look after my mom, especially because she is someone that's so dear to me. And unfortunately, she's suffering from this condition, this mental condition that is very much stigmatized in the whole of Southeast Asia, or probably in the whole white world, because this health condition is pretty much taboo. I, I truly believe when you guys heard about this, you guys will be thinking about AIDS, HIV, cancer, leukemia, and all this whatsoever not. But apparently, 
It's not. It's not. Leukemia is not cancer, but it is similar to cancer. It is similar. Okay? This condition is actually called schizophrenia, okay? which is a mental condition, mental health condition that causes a person to have wide range of emotions in terms of, uh, I would say, they will have like as if you are thinking that this person is having a split personality but they are not okay they can be suddenly very nice to you and then next moment probably due to delusions or probably due to active hallucinations that cause them to feel differently and behave differently as well right so let's let's go back to what happened to 2014 right so in 2014 after i actually graduated from the army okay we i i thought you know with my certificate of diploma in nursing i thought i could go anywhere i want do whatever i want in terms of nursing because i'm brand new and i'm sure a lot of people would prefer me than those super old elderly people. That was my thinking at first. And back then, I thought, you know, just get a job, do something that's related to what I've learned, and that's it. And probably get married, probably go for a few vacations, buy some fancy shirts, watches, or whatsoever that I really am passionate in, that I really love, and that's it, right? That was what I was thinking of back then. And I didn't expect a lot of things that is like a snowballing effect on me. And that was a negative snowball. I didn't expect that, right? So what happened was, after I went into when what what happened was that once i graduated i went i thought i can go anywhere right so i went to this japanese clinic to work and i thought this japanese clinic is something that i could gain some exposure and also at the same time probably get a vacation to japan because that was promised by the professor of the clinic itself. And the un most unfortunate thing was this. Once I actually got into the job, I thought I could probably get through it. However, I was having some relationship problems at the start of the job as well. I had a very bad toxic relationship with my ex-girlfriend where we almost every week like almost every week we will quarrel we will tend to quarrel and the thing is this we i will try to pacify her and pacify her and go to and go to the to the extent of just making sure that i'm pleasing her so that she can be happy so that there won't be much 
of these things, these nonsensical, toxic conversations that we're going to have. And that somehow or other affected my work, my concentration, my focus, my mood, and everything else. So one day, you know, just three months or four months into this job, you know what? I was caught into the office by the manager and I was given a, this white piece of letter. And I was like, oh shit, man, this is something that, that I've never thought of. I've never expected myself to start so fresh, so brand new, with so much of potential and the thing that stripped me off from this potential, this self idea, idealizations of myself, ideations of myself, of being good, better than some of my peers, it, it kind of like woke me up. This, this thing just, just woke me up. She just told me that, hey, you know, um, we appreciate that you have been doing your best and etc. but it's time for you to go. And that was the most shittiest moment of my life. You know, it was very painful for me because I didn't expect this to happen. And to top it up, the ad wound, ad sought to my wound as well. Two to three weeks later, my girlfriend and I broke up. Okay, so all this happened in the first half of the year of 2014, which was, say, about, I think, probably about March period, right? So it took me a while to actually switch back, to, to actually understand what was wrong. And I realized many times, instead of being a blame thrower, why not go and... S- self-reflect and ask yourself was I the one that made certain things happen and let certain things occur in my life so for those who are tuning in right now probably I would actually suggest you to do this as well and that is whatever that you are actually having right now any problems especially ask yourself are you the one who's the cause of it? Even if your ego were to set in to tell you, hey, no, blame it on other people. Blame it on this person. Blame it on that person. I reckon you to actually dig down and ask yourself, is it you are the one that actually caused it? And if it's you, how can you not salvage it? But how can you improve the situation how can you make it better okay because at that point of time i actually asked myself what is the plan a right now what can i do you know what i decided to do something crazy and that was to actually tune into podcasts and that was the time the time where i chanced upon joel brown's podcast called addicted to success okay so this is where i got the inspiration to actually come out from come out and do my own podcast a couple of years later which was like what three 
three years later. So the thing is this, after I have actually laid off and, and broke up with my ex-girlfriend and etc., I decided to do some soul searching and then improve on myself. So I decided to put up a cover, cover page on my Facebook. So back then, 2014, they started to have this thing called cover page already. So I decided to put it there saying that I'm under maintenance. Right? I am actually under maintenance. I'm actually repairing myself, improving myself. So how do I, what do I do about it and how do I, how do, I do that? That was through reading self-help books, personal development books, and not just reading it, highlighting the important things, but actually doing it. Okay? So I started to do, act upon what I'm supposed to do. And also at the same time, I watch YouTube videos. Oh, it's not, not just WWE or NBA that I was watching, or MLS, or soccer, or anything, right? I was actually watching Ty Lopez, watching Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, and all these other amazing people, influencers out there, they are trying to influence people with their words of wisdom, their thoughts, their amazing charisma was the thing that actually captured me, captured my attention. And that was where I decided to go deep, deep dive, right? Like literally deep dive and improve myself. Because like what I said in the beginning, everything started from within, okay? So I decided to actually make improvements on myself. And then after that, a couple of months, I would say a couple of months later, which is like June, okay, I decided to actually go and join psychiatric nursing. The okay, reason being is because I am actually having a family member okay, who is having this illness called schizophrenia right so i'm actually having difficulty communicating with her and also at the same time i want to learn how i can actually better improve our relationship and i can actually learn how to take care of her right so i i i actually went to uh, get an interview and thankfully after a while later say about uh, mid-June, I managed to join them. And then in October, four months after I've joined them, I was given a very amazing news. And that was not promotion, but I was, I would say not job promotion, but promoting myself to the public. Meaning to say that I was given by this amazing lady Okay, her name's Penny. So she actually found my story very inspiring and she realized that, hey, I joined because of my mom. Uh, because of her, she actually gave me the opportunity to be on the local papers. And all the amazing opportunities came after that. A month after that, I was being invited to my hospital to speak as a caregiver, okay, 
as a special guest, okay, where I actually share about how I actually dealt with her and how I have how I have improved in my communications with her and etc. And that was inspiring, that was amazing. And not just that, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, which is last year, and this year as well, I've been on numerous podcasts, radio, and etc. And all this, uh, all because of the 2014 me. Okay, so I would like everyone okay, to actually think about it. If you're 2019 is Saki right now, please don't give up. Okay, I want you guys to not just listen to me and say, oh, don't give up, don't give up, and just persevere. It's not just that, okay? It's more about just staying on and fight on, okay? Rule number one that I'm going to share with you is this. If you are going through a hell lot of problems right now, remember this. Other people are going through way lesser, way more lousier than you. Worse than you, right? Of course, do not compare. So, what you got to do is you got to ask yourself, who are you? And what are you here for? What do you want to experience in your life? And how do you actually want to grow? And what do you want to give back to the community before leaving? Because these questions that I've actually shared with you, these four very important questions, it's something that you need to actually ask yourself so that you can learn more about yourself. And also at the same time, I would like you to actually know this, okay? Why do we have limiting beliefs? Is because of fear. The reason why so many people do not want to step up in their game, cannot step up in their game, wouldn't want to step up is because of fear. Fear of people laughing at them, fear of so many other things, so many kind of excuses that we have Fear of not enough money, fear of so many other things, right? And I truly believe if you have actually set your mind to achieve something, you will definitely get it, okay? You will definitely get what you really want in your life because you have set a very positive intention, not a negative one where you want to harm people, harm yourself and do other things, right? you are actually setting a positive intention to the universe, to God, to whatsoever that you really believe in, that it will guide you, she will guide you, and etc. That is where all the amazing miracles will happen in your life. Okay, so I truly believe if you want to actually become better, work on yourself, invest in yourself first. Like what Jim Ron always says. If you want to earn more, you got to actually educate yourself more. Okay? So, remember this. You are extraordinary. You have special talents and skills that you can utilize to achieve all your goals in life. So, if you feel like giving up, remember, 
you only have one life to live as you. You only have one life to live as yourself. So go live it and go crush it. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If so, rate it from the place you downloaded it. For any questions, send an email to michaelpulser at gmail.com.